Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Brian Kelly goes back into the portal and goes hunting. And he lands what I believe to be another very, very solid recruit for this 2022 class. But is he done? I don't think he is. And you could be hearing some news soon. We'll talk about Brian Kelly uh, and what he's doing with this football team. Brian Kelly, as we talked about Saturday, uh, under a little bit of pressure and heat from the local media about not doing a press conference. I told you to, to relax and be calm and be patient. We'll talk about that tonight in the Rafino's rants, as Brian Kelly has never taken, or any of his players that's under his current team and roster, hasn't even taken a snap in practice yet. We will touch on that. Dennis Allen is hired as the New Orleans Saints' next head coach. We will touch on that as well. Uh, what are my thoughts about uh, Dennis Allen getting the head job for the Saints? Uh, I do have some serious concerns with Dennis Allen. I know that his defense has looked and did really well. I thought that he also had a lot of talent. But what can they do in rebuilding this offense that, sh- quite honestly, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, Sean Payton left with some pieces. Uh, uh, not so much, you know, yeah, you got Mike Thomas and, you know, with the Alvin Kamara stuff. That's going on. We will touch on Alvin Kamara uh, as well and everything. And there are some questions that I have about the Alvin Kamara case. If you missed it, Alvin Kamara was arrested uh, this weekend for battery with serious injury. So I'll ask a couple questions, and we'll continue to let that play out. But innocent until proven guilty, uh, as always. Will Wade gives self-critique and criticizes himself, even though some in the media have gone out there and asked for the critique, but the fans still don't want to listen to it. And some media also do not want to listen um, to even Will Wade giving himself self-critique, and he's going to need it. With all due respect, Will Wade has to have some 
critique here about what's going on with this basketball team. I'll even go into a little bit more analytics when people say that Xavier Pinson being out is the ultimate reason why LSU basketball is struggling. We'll look into the numbers there as well. As I mentioned, we'll get into the Rufino's rants and talking SEC as the Auburn Tigers continuously. Auburn. <laughs> Auburn's going to Auburn, y'all. So we'll touch on that as well. We'll be going over the hour uh, stint tonight as we'll be continued to expand the time, the framework uh, of our show going a little bit longer uh, than an hour. So we got a lot to touch into. So let's get to a couple of comments uh, before we get started. Ryan Gidry says, let's go. Let's do that. Uh, Robert Plazon says, congrats to Dennis Allen on this becoming the new uh, Saints head coach. Gary, Steve, Stephen, Gerald, and uh, – and Robert, again, says, let's go. Let's get this thing started. Absolutely. Uh, Dion Black, he says, hopefully we don't drop the ball on head coach uh, for the Saints. Well, you would hope that he doesn't uh, drop the ball as well. But I do have some concerns. Uh, we'll get to that third uh, in this process. Um, I do have some serious concerns. But I think Dennis Allen's a good coach. But there are a lot of glaring holes. Pause. But there are some glaring holes that Dennis Allen is going to have to uh, uh, overcome. So we'll see. So we'll see. All right, let's get started. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. There's about 217 of you now actively live as I look at this on Facebook. Do us a favor, all 200 of them. Do us a favor by hitting that like button, hitting that share. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and notification bell. We would greatly greatly appreciate you being a part of uh, what we're building on YouTube where we put another video uh, out there today. We'll be continuously putting more content uh, out there for everybody on YouTube. We'll probably be putting it exclusively on YouTube, most of the stuff that we're doing, and we might even do some additional uh, uh, content there for subscribers only. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But just subscribe, and you'll and you'll definitely Definitely love it. And if you're on listening to us on the audio podcast platform, do us a favor by subscribing there as well. And don't forget to hit that stars, all stars. I would highly, obviously, uh, would ask you to hit all five stars and give us some feedback there in the comment section as well. So, all right, let's pay some bills around this thing. We got to do a lot, talk about a lot, uh, and none better uh, to talk about it and to get in the break and then talk about all the stuff that's going on. As our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons, betonline.ag. Guys, with 50 years of experience, over 50 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Varno, and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor home chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS since you own by our good friends over at BetOnline. As always, BetOnline has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where you to where the next coach is going to land. You could have bet on Dennis Allen today, but that's clearly off the board. But they still have all of the total player performance. And it's not just football. they got the basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, odd coverage as well. As Israel Adesanya and uh, Robert Whitaker face off, this weekend in UFC 271, and we got the Super Bowl. Guys, it's Super Bowl week, 
So head on over to BetOnline today. Use your mobile device to sign up. Use the Believe, promo code BELIEVE, on your first deposit, and you'll see receive a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> Pooh Bear says, hashtag Ask Blake. The masses have spoken. Funeral chicken is the best. If you missed it, uh, the Twitter spaces have been going off. Now, uh, I will join these Twitter spaces, but we're listen- We're waiting to hear back from Twitter on some things. But um, the Twitter spaces and LSU fans um, are absolutely – uh, they're wild, man. They're really fun, really fun. You gr- you can get and grow and ha- and meet a lot of great people. Um, I really do like them. I really, really, really do like them. Uh, Edwin Reeves says BK doesn't answer to the press. He'll do interviews on his own uh, time. Uh, I would imagine let him do his job. So let's talk about that. Um, if you missed it, we talked about Saturday. So go back and reference the Saturday show, but not. Not so much even publicly, but even in, in some private circles, um, there is some, and Charles Hannah Griff, and again, I, I mentioned I like Charles. I, I think he does a great job. I've listened to him for a long time. Uh, grew up listening to him, was in college listening to him. Uh, but there is a narrative, though, around Brian Kelly about not addressing the media on National Signing Day. So I went back and did and pulled all the evidence about Brian Kelly talking on early signing day, national signing day, while he was at Notre Dame. And I came up with this crazy theory, right? This absolutely crazy theory. What if Brian Kelly had something going on or there's a reason why Brian Kelly didn't address the media? Maybe there was a situation where he had more guys that he knew that was actually signed, sealed, delivered, like Colby Fields, the South Carolina linebacker and an Archbishop Rumble alum who it was announced this literally yesterday that he was going to become a part of the Tigers. If you missed it, Colby Fields is a really, really good linebacker. I think he's highly athletic, uh, a guy that can really run and tackle in space, and he's a force to be reckoned with. I know a lot of people talk about him being a three-star and a lot of different things. But Brian Kelly and Frank Wilson and this staff goes after another linebacker in the transfer portal and uses another one of those spots to get a guy from the state of Louisiana and solidifies more of that defense. Now, I have been mentioning and talking about Brian Kelly and taking some heat. The craziest thing for me, though, the craziest thing for me, though, in this whole Brian Kelly and you need to speak to the media, he doesn't know any media member anything. Not one thing, not one iota. He doesn't owe you zilch. He does own the, owe the fans an explanation on things, but as he continues to get his staff in here and as he continues to get more players in here, as a Notre Dame tight end went to the transfer portal today, And you have other offense, defensive linemen that they could be looking at. Don't overreact. We have to be better as a media uh, a media team and, and people that cover LSU and a fan base to just understand sometimes things don't happen on our own time frame. Let the man go to work. You are 11 and 11. We were, fans included. We were. 11-11 and 11 over the last two seasons in college football. 
let give the man time to do things. Now, if he does things and it backfires and they're not winning on the field and they're doing things, Miles Brennan isn't the quarterback. He couldn't come back. If this player is not living up to his potential and they start losing games, you're going to have to critique what he's doing on the field. But, guys, newsflash, they haven't even taken the first snap in spring practice under Brian Kelly. Not one. I will, I will add this, too. Brian Kelly, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, is a very analytical dude, a very cerebral thinker. And I am okay if he is going to evaluate himself, players that he's going to bring into his team, rather than going and looking at two verse, two four sevens composite score rankings arrivals composite score rankings or ESPN's comp- or co- whatever the rankings say before he goes out and tries to sign a kid that might not be the best option or good fit for his program. Brian Kelly knows what he's doing. It's time for us to take a step back and give him a chance to do that. Now, we talk about Will Wade. And these can be and should be mutually exclusive. Are we really that upset about Brian Kelly not doing a media availability but won't critique critique this basketball team? Now, I know what's going to happen of this. I know what's going to happen of all this. It's going to be split right down the middle. But if there can't be some type of, of criticism when a team is losing that you cover and or watch, then what are you doing? Will Wade, the American gangster. Will Wade, the general. Sounds good to me. But with high recruiting classes comes high expectations. When you get five-star and five-star and five-star and five-star, and that five-star isn't being developed correctly at the current moment, you missed. You said, Will Wade somewhat said so today himself about missing on some big men. Will Wade then goes out to the media and critiques himself about not making adjustments and being better and making adjustments in game. But God forbid somebody come out here and critique Will Wade. Guys, over the last seven games, LSU has been down in the first half. Down. And some of those games, they've been down big. The last one against Vanderbilt, they were down 18, 20-plus. A lot of the things that people tell me, well, Blake, Xavier Pinson's out. Xavier Pinson is the key to winning these games. Xavier Pinson in SEC is shooting 39%. In one game, he had seven assists, where four of those assists came in the first five minutes. So for the rest of the... Really, you could just say uh, 15 and and 20. Less 35 minutes, he only had three assists. I'm not so worried about LSU losing. As much as I am of of adjustments not being made. So to come at all of this together, if you're going to critique Brian Kelly for not even taking a snap yet, being 40th in recruiting and getting them all the way up to sixth, 
pushing them closer up to five because, guys, they're going to, as they continue and finish this class with 32 guys and the total composite score rankings, they're going to be in the top five. What are we talking about here? Why do we have to come out here and talk about that? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. No sense to me whatsoever. But if a man's going to self-critique himself and go out in the public and do it, you're damn sure that I'm going to talk about it my damn self. And his words, he's got to hold himself accountable, and so should we. Now, there's one thing that Will Wade did say today in his press conference. Will Wade said that LSU was a blimp and that nobody really talked about LSU basketball before he got here. Well, you're right. Not a lot of people talked about LSU basketball until you got until you were here and there was an FBI investigation. You're right. And you're also right when Shaquille O'Neal was here, nobody talked about him. And even your, the guy that you preceded, and Johnny Jones, he did have the number one overall pick in Ben Simmons. Forget what Ben Simmons is doing off the court right now, but people were talking about him. Talking about him. Antonio Blakeney, another. To say LSU was a blimp, no, you know who was a blimp? Uh, Sister Mary and Loyola. That's a blimp in a basketball team that you don't know about that really, quite honestly, I didn't even know existed. Didn't even know Saint Mary, uh, 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 Sister Mary existed. LSU is a brand and a program. They're not overlooked. There's not a lot of teams in the SEC that go overlooked, really in anything. So don't come here and tell me that LSU's being overlooked and nobody knew who we were. Because quite honestly, to me, that's a slap in my face. That's a slap in all of your faces. When one of, if not the best athlete that LSU's ever seen, and Shaquille O'Neal is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Ben Simmons going number one overall a couple of seasons ago. You have guys like Nas Reed that was a part of your program doing it. Will Wade's had a lot of success. No one's going to – I'm not coming out here saying Will Wade to fire him. Not even close. But we got to be a little bit realistic. If the man can self-critique himself publicly and we can't do it because it's too brash and too – look what we were doing 30 years without Will Wade. High recruiting comes high greater expectations. If you're going to bring in over 10 five-stars and the, and the furthest you go into the tournament is the Sweet 16 – by the way, by the way, LSU went to the Sweet 16 without Will Wade being their coach. Anyway. All right, we'll talk some more football. Just needed to throw that in there. Just needed to throw that in there. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Dwayne says, hashtag ask Blake, what's this Brian Kelly under fire crap? There are some media members that are upset that he's not talking to them about the National Signing Day. Whether, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Let me scroll up to get some to some more of these comments. We will get to um we will get to uh Dennis Allen in just a minute though. Uh Aunt Marshall said Matt Trent had a good piece on Will Wade. I thought it was pretty good my damn self. Uh Rick says Coach Kelly's jacket is swinging in the closet. Give the man time to do his job. And the benefit of the doubt. I also agree with that. 
I also agree with that. Look, and it, as we and look, we always took football in the show. We'll always talk football in the show. Look what Brian Kelly is doing, though. Look at the defensive pieces that Brian Kelly's putting together. Now, I know that there's a lot of concern about this guy being a three-star, that guy being a three-star. Have you gone to watch Colby Fields' film? Have you watched it? Kid's not a three-star. Never should have been. Here's another thing, too, and I think that's something Brian Kelly will enact and enable in these upcoming recruiting classes. Guys, last year, for an example, you brought in a guy by the name of Naventique Strong, Bug Strong, number 22. During the middle of the season, he went into the transfer portal and is no longer part of LSU's team. So, you have a situation where you have a guy in Bug Strong who's now in the transfer portal where you have a kid from inside the state of Louisiana that's going to another SEC team. If there's a kid in your conference or conference, if there's a kid in your state that's SEC caliber worthy and other SEC teams are recruiting him, newsflash, there more than likely is going to be a spot more times than not for him to be on the, to be a part of the recruiting class. There's no reason why Kobe Fields needs to be going to South Carolina and not LSU. But Blake, he's a three-star. I don't give a – one star, half a star, two stars, five stars, 17 stars. I really don't care. Uh, Robert Laws. Speaking of Robert Laws, we do have some really, really good news that we, uh, we, we, let, we talked about today. But just want to give them a huge shout-out. Um, and, and look, I, I really appreciate Robert for doing this. He was the, uh, the guy who facilitated all of this and brought everything together, uh, for our next thing. And I'm, I'm pulling it up here for some reason it froze, but I got to give him a shout out. And I want to thank Robert again, uh, for doing that. And that's our good friends over at restore Atlas roofing and exteriors. Guys, I got to tell you how awesome, awesome, awesome. Restore Atlas is veteran-owned, five-star rated, insurance-assisted available, local, local, reliable, and trusted. You can call them today at 225-244-9396 or go visit them at RestoreAtlas.com. Guys, if you're in the greater Baton Rouge area, New Orleans, North Shore, they will be able to come out and provide services for you. Again, it's Restore Atlas Roofing and Exteriors, RestoreAtlas.com. So I wanted to thank Robert. Uh, for hooking that up uh, for us. But he says, Miles Brennan, talent-wise, is probably our best quarterback, but only issue I see is his injury history. I don't know, Robert, if talent-wise I would go there. I still think Walker Howard is your most talented and gifted quarterback on the roster. Now, if you missed it, our good buddy Mike Scarborough over at TigerBait.com reported that um, Walker Howard had thumb surgery a couple of days ago and is recovering well. He'll be fine. Just a slight little surgery. Uh, and, and so, look, go subscribe to TigerBait.com. He has a full write-up there, and, and it's really good. And, and putting some pieces together and talking to some people, it's just something that they need to get done. He'll be fine. He'll be ready to go. And there's not going to be really a lot of issues there. Not a lot of issues. Uh, Derek Cropper on YouTube says, George Tackett's tight end, four-star, six-seven. Look, you need him. You need him. Uh, uh, if you miss it, he is a Notre Dame tight end. LSU is completely, 
completely without depth at the tight end position. You go and get a kid that you know very well and you've recruited and you've developed and that big and that physical. And look, talking to the Notre Dame guys, and I retweeted a couple of them today, talking about Robert Ta- uh, Tactics, Tactics, Ta- I don't know how to say his last name yet, guys. You're going to have to. I, I keep calling him te- Checks Mix during the day. Give my man a Checks Mix commercial. Regardless, regardless, Brian Kelly needs to go after him. Uh, C. King says the local media, for the most part, doesn't do LSU football any favors. I don't blame Coach Kelly for handling handling them with a with a long handle spoon. Yeah, I don't disagree. And Clark says off topic off topic with women's basketball bouncing back against Ole Miss on the road. Everybody scoring buckets, not just KP. I'm not impressed with Wade. Never, ne- never he was is a damn good recruiter. Yeah, and look, Kim Mulkey's done a lot of great things. A lot of great things. You got to give her credit for that. She's coming here and turned that program around. Uh, Justin Turner said, "Should LSU go after JT Daniels?" I don't really. Uh, I, I don't. I, I I really don't think that they will. I really don't think that they will. Um, it, 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 it. You got that guy already on your on your roster. His name's Miles Brennan. Um, he's a little bit more mobile than Miles. Not a bigger arm, but is is more accurate, and it does make better decisions. But yeah. Uh, T.A., the Tigers Avenue on LSU podcast with the bros, but we'll just call him T.A. moving forward. Says, what's up, Blake? After getting fields, how many spots do we have left, and do we still expect them to go after a quarterback and a tight end? Um, That would be four, because after that, after Harold Perkins, you had five spots, uh, and now you have four spots. I would expect them to go. They're going to have to go after a tight end. And until I'm proven wrong, and look, this is an opinion. This isn't something I'm sourcing on this one. This is strictly an opinion. I've made this known. I want to make it known again. I think LSU is going to have to go after if there if a scenario uh, comes up where a a quarterback goes into the transfer portal after spring practice. Yes, I do believe and I do think that they should go after him if the fit is right. I, I don't. I do not think that you can worry about Miles Brennan leaving again or or Garrett Nussmeyer leaving. Garrett Nussmeyer for right now is not ready. And you need to convince him that, look, if you're not ready right now, we need to go get somebody. And you might have some attrition there. I hate to say it, but do you have a lot of faith in Miles Brennan? I'll tell you I don't. Luke Johnson asks, is there any update on Deion Smith? The talented wide receiver from Mississippi. I, I will say this. There's a reason, you know, there's a reason, and some people say that he has, and some people say that he hasn't, but we'll just have to see there. We'll we'll just have to see there. I, I don't know how that's ultimately going to play play itself out, if I'm being honest. Uh, Jeff on Facebook says, tuning in from the Ratchet Sh- Ratchet City, Esport, Louisiana, representing. Okay. Uh, Dorian says, Tyron Matthew was a three-star. I think he might w- wound up a four-star, though. I think he wound up a four-star. AP. 
Adrian Perkins says, let BK cook. Like he's cooking red beans on a Monday morning or a Monday from lunch. Give the give the guy give the guy some time. Give the guy some time, man. I, I mean, I, I don't I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of questions firing in about Dennis Allen. Let's I'll say this about Dennis Allen and then we'll go to a very quick break and then we'll continue to answer and, and talk and get to some of your questions and your thoughts and your comments. Very quickly on Dennis Allen. Um, Den- obviously, the New Orleans Saints announced today that they were going to be keeping and hiring Dennis Allen as their next uh, head coach. I do have some reservations there. I do have some concerns. Guys, Dennis Allen is 8-28 as a head coach in the, in the National Football League. That does not mean, that does not mean that he can't turn it around. That does not mean that he can't be a good coach. There is a good culture around the Saints that Sean Payton built. However, it does feel to me at the current moment that there is a lot of talk about keeping the core nucleus of coaches and players on this team. I understand that. I understand the worry about letting those people go. I understand that if you have a good nucleus with players and coaches, sometimes it's hard to rip off that Band-Aid. But let me say this. If Dennis Allen is going to be micromanaged and told that he's got to keep guys like Pete Carmichael on the staff, then there's no way, no how, and no intent of purposes that if LSU, if LSU, if the Saints start struggling next season offensively, that you can really put that on Dennis Allen. If you're going to let him, if you're going to force him to keep Pete Carmichael, if there's a situation where Dennis Allen doesn't want to keep Chris Richard or doesn't want to elevate Ryan Nielsen, then what? You can't blame him for the defense. Although some will say, well, he's over on the defensive side of the football, so you're going to have to blame him. Dennis Allen has done some great things as a defensive coordinator with the New Orleans Saints. That does not mean, however, that he is or was or will be the best candidate for the job. He's got a lot of things that he has to prove. We've seen this with Ed Orsron. Now he won a national title, and I understand that. But we've also seen teams across sports, and most notably Auburn, who has from the top, from the boosters and from the administration, forced a coach to keep guys and hire guys and make a coach retain coaches that maybe he doesn't want to be a part of. Are you watching what's going on with Auburn right now? Currently, um, and a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but I will talk about this. Um, If you're missing what's going on with Auburn and Brian Harson. The first thing that they did was is that they started giving, uh, taking personal shots about him having an alleged affair, which I don't know if he is or if he isn't. I don't know if he did or he didn't. But all of a sudden, the talk about Brian Harson is that none of that can be found. Nobody's talking about infidelity anymore surrounding Brian Harson. All of that to say is that they say he's mean to players and and does all, he's not the nicest guy and the most friendly guy. Neither is Nick Saban. The guy that's literally 
right down the road in their same state. He's not a nice dude at practice or on the field. Quite honestly, he's an asshole. It's okay. If a power struggle goes on with the Saints and Dennis Allen, the only person that you have to blame is Mickey Loomis. Not not necessarily Dennis Allen. Now, with the Alvin Kamara news, and then we'll get back to some LSU. We'll get to a very quick break. And I see Adam sent in a, uh, a super chat, and I, I really appreciate that. There's a couple of questions I have on this Alvin Kamara stuff. If you haven't seen it, you haven't read it, go read the police report and the release from the Las Vegas police. There's a couple of questions that I had. The way that I understand this is a situation where Alvin Kamara and associates were at the bar. One of those associates being someone by the name of Reagan. I'm assuming it is a female or a woman, a young lady, that was with Alvin Kamara. Um, In this situation, a fight broke out, and one of the associates, in this story that the police report talks about, is... um, it would insinuate that Reagan was the first associate of Alvin Kamara that threw the first punch at the the victim, at the plaintiff. Now, they say that there's a video and that the video will be released. I understand that. This is all speculation. We got it. Look, innocent until proven guilty, but if there is video evidence, guys, it's going to be very hard unless there's some things that are overturned about Alvin Kamara. However, if the associate and this young lady – from, again, how the story read, threw the first punch, why did she throw the first punch? Now, I am not condoning what Alvin Kamara did. I'm not condoning the aftermath of once the the situation was done with, other things started happening with Alvin Kamara. But it's going to be interesting. Now, if there's a situation where he's suspended or the – I don't think the Saints are going to cut him at this current moment. They're probably going to let this thing play out. It's another struggle for Dennis Allen. So, nevertheless, it's a very sticky situation and a very unfortunate situation for Alvin Kamara. All right, I want to talk about my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Guys, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there along with our good friend Carol Falls. Give him a call today at 985-395-4300. Again, 985-395-4300 for your great rates. And Carol does this for everybody across the state of Louisiana, giving them good rates on auto, home, and life insurances. Again, call my good friend Carol at 985-395-4300. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And our good friend, our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, Drake Williams Law Firm, dot com 985-386-7600 drake williams law firm.com if you're not with carol and you're with another insurance company is that insurance company giving you the runaround about anything going on with hurricane ida give them a call today for your free consultation tell them blake Rafino sent you by and they will get to you immediately duis family court successions titles they do it all it's a drake williams law firm at the drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Okay. Let's get to all of your questions here. I'm going to block this out. Well, call, the call stopped. 
Never mind. Probably shouldn't have shown it anyway. All right. Adam on YouTube sends us $15 via Super Chat. He says, do you expect John Emery to be running back one next season? First off, I appreciate the Super Chat. Really, my friend. I really do. But he sends it to us in Canadian dollars. Or Canadian. Adam, what's y'all's uh, – what's the currency in Canada? I've never been to Canada. Um, at the current moment, I would think, yes, that John Emery will be the number one back going into spring. Now, does he – you know, ultimately will he carry um, – hold on. Will he ultimately get split carries with multiple backs? Yes. Yes. But is he the first back that I expect LSU to run out there right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share as well if you're just joining us. Tommy Poole says, hashtag ask Blake, you must have been peeking in my kitchen this morning. I guess you're talking about the red beans. Red Mondays are red beans and rice day, man. Hashtag hold the mayo. Uh, Derek Gordon says, I think it's a major plus that BK is the complete opposite from Coach O when it comes to the media. Well, it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? I, I mean, literally damned if you do, damned if you don't. Orzron talked too much. BK talked too little. Guys, I would rather a coach talk too little than talk too much. He's going to give – he's going to have access. He's going to talk to the media. He's going to talk to fans. He's going to do things. But this picture right here, look at this. This was Wednesday night when, they, when National Signing Day went down. Do you see the front row? And I know a lot of people were talking about things, and a lot of people were like, well, this NIL you know, meeting went this way and that way. If somebody wants to donate to LSU and do NIL deals with players, they're going to do it. You don't need to explain to them. They will figure out a way. Guys, if we're doing it, they can do it. Newsflash, we're doing it. So I don't need, you know, anyway. If they want to do it, they're going to do it. You're not going to stop multimillionaires from doing it. And I am not a multimillionaire, but I'm going to figure out a way to to do things. Scooby on YouTube says, let's be honest, what can the media ask BK about signing day that isn't already, that isn't known? Outside of who we sign, nothing else is known about the football team at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. Tommy Poole says, here we go. Oh, well, I don't know if you were talking about the rant. Uh, Rick says, hashtag Ask Blake. Remember 12 years ago today, the Saints won the Super Bowl versus Peyton Manning and the Colts in Miami. I do. I do. The great play with Tracy Porter on the outside, the onside kick from Sean Payton, and today you're hiring a coach. Now, the interesting thing about Brian Eric Bieniemy, and everybody has been talking about Eric Bieniemy. man, I really don't know what's going on with this thing with Eric Bieniemy. Like, I really don't. He's interviewed a lot. He's done a lot of things. And he still does not have a head coaching job. Now, it would seem as if if, if Eric Bieniemy wants to be a free agent, he can be. The interesting question that I have is this. Now, they said that they were interviewing him for a head coaching position. Um, if you don't know who Eric Bieniemy is, he's the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. I wonder if there's a situation where – in the same day that you're or pretty much clo- and very close to the same day that you're interviewing Eric Bieniemy, that they're not trying to convince him to leave Kansas City, and there's a situation where 
Dennis, they're telling Eric Bieniemy that Dennis Allen's going to give you complete autonomy. You're doing everything for the offense. It's going to be your offense. It's going to be your show. If he's a free, if he's a free agent, see what he'll say. See what he'll say. The worst thing he could tell you is no. But I know that there's going to be some sour grapes, I'm assuming, that he didn't get the head coaching job. And why wouldn't there be? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Mark says, how does your entourage stomp again? Yeah, about the Kamara. Guys, just go read the, the uh, Kamara stuff. Just go read the Kamara stuff. I think that there's a lot of things that needs to be – that needs to come out. Um There's just a lot more stuff that needs to come out, man. Uh, Chili says, I think LSU will get Darnell Washington. Hmm. Interesting. Adam says, our dollar is a little bit down, but 15 is about 12 here. Love the show. Thank you, friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Skipper Tally says, don't the National, Fa- uh, National Felon League won't do anything? Well. Hmm. Uh, Mike Green says, Blake, with the way BK is constructing his staff and using the transfer portal, I'm very excited. I'm not saying Natty or playoffs this year, but I'm getting a lot of 2018 vibes about this team. Look, I I, I, I want to see him first. I, I got to be honest. Before I start making predictions and, and thinking where this team could go, I, I want to see him. I want to see him at practice. I want to see him on the field. I want to see what they look like, what, what they're going to do offensively, what they're going to do defensively. Uh, where do they put guys, new guys that are really talented like Harold Perkins? What do they do at linebacker? How are they going to construct their defense, defensive line? Guys, there's a huge debate right now how they're going to construct their defensive line. If you're running to a traditional 3-4 and you've got three down linemen and, and maybe and a lot like what maybe Dave Aranda did, you've got B.J. Ojolari standing, uh, you know, standing up on the outside. Do you put Jacoby and Guillory in as, as the nose? How long do you keep him in there? Uh, in the secondary, how much zone are you going to run? I, I really don't think that Brian Kelly gives two shits about LSU and the man-to-man coverage that LSU is known for. You know, how much zone are they going to run? Is Jarek Bernard Converse, obviously, and I believe this, and this is not a hot take, Jarek Bernard Converse, he's going to be the number one corner, a guy that started 46 games at Oklahoma State and now comes in here to finish out his career at LSU. He's going to be at your first DB spot. What do they do at the other the other corner spot? What does LSU do on the offensive line? And the biggest question that I think everybody's underestimating is what is LSU going to look like at quarterback? Um, I think LSU had a better foundation that we knew about in 2018 more than what they maybe have a foundation now. Guys, Brian Kelly has a lot that he has to overcome. A lot that he has to overcome. So, let's just see. Let's just see. Uh, Evan Strickland says, I'll be hosting a Twitter space tonight. There you go. If you haven't experienced it, guys, you need to. It's really fun. It's really fun. Uh, Chris English says, teams are afraid of being in me because of how bad Nagy was as a head coach. Nagy was the OC for the Chiefs before he became the head coach at Chicago. Well, I can, I guess I can understand it, but I, 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 let, me, let me say this. Although I think Lovey Smith has done some great things in the NFL, there's no reason that Lovey Smith should get a job over Eric Bieniemy right now. 
he was fired at Illinois. He was fired at, uh, with the Bears. He last two stops he's had, he has not done well. So what what are you really going to say about Eric Bieniemy that Lovey Smith, and I, I don't mean this in a wrong way, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It just does. It's it's kind of a head scratcher to me. And Quentin Bieniemy, uh, his I guess relative, he says Eric B is my relative. So I want him to be a head coach in the NFL, but I, I was rooting super hard for him to get this job. Talking about the New Orleans job, I just felt like it made t- too much sense. Hometown guy who is seen as a <clears throat> brilliant offensive mind getting an opportunity to rebuild the offense at Sean, after Sean Payton retires, and, and I agree with that. I 1,000% fully agree with that. It stinks, but yeah. Ken Jones says rumors is that I heard from KC is that Reed runs the offense, not Eric. Well, I don't believe that because we can see when Eric Bieniemy's calling plays, he's calling them in. I mean, video don't lie. You know, the eye in the sky don't lie. Uh, the mayor on YouTube says the only uh, the one who gives this ass whooping is the one that gets charged with battery. Well. Robert Law says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think that Joe Brady coming back as offensive coordinator for the Saints, he knows the offense. Uh, I think they he only failed in Carolina because of the issues with the head coach. Well, he just got hired, um, and he's just picking up a job. I mean, obviously, if you wanted him as an offensive coordinator, um, I don't think Sean's going to – I don't think that the first thing that Dennis Allen's going to do is hire Joe Brady. <laughs> That's not going to be his first move. I just can't see it. I mean, guys, Sean traded up into the seventh round to get Tommy Stevens, the quarterback from uh, Mississippi State, so that Carolina wouldn't get him and Joe Brady wouldn't have him. No, I don't think that's happening. Happening. Noah Long asks on YouTube, could we possibly get two tight ends? Seems like the Notre Dame tight end is more of a blocker, though. It would seem that way. Um, but, again, these are one of those situations where everybody's like, well, he only has X amount of catches, and it's not even double-digit catches in, in at Notre Dame. But look at the tight ends that was above him. And then go look at the tight ends that when they're getting drafted at Notre Dame, what classification they are. Most of them, most of them are juniors and seniors. A lot of those guys sit behind the, the tight ends that you have now. And quite honestly, it doesn't necessarily matter – um, if he's a blocking tight end or receiving tight end, in the sense of that, man, you just need depth. Guys, Jack Mas- Jack Mashburn it, did good things last year. But I don't know if um, Jack Mashburn's who you want to run out there as a starter right now. Doesn't mean he can't play tight end. Doesn't mean that he can't bulk up and have and do some things. Doesn't mean he can't go out there and play. But if you're relying for Cole Taylor and, and Mashburn right now to be your tight ends, you got another thing coming. Now, does Mason, does Mason uh, Taylor do some things differently? Can he make a push? I, I, I don't know that. Uh, Jonathan on Facebook says, Hashtag Ask Blake, how is Lovey the answer as Cully's number one assistant, but Cully is railroaded? 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that they panicked, quite honestly. I, I think that they panicked. And that's not a that's not a shot at the Texans, but they're quite honestly, and I I have a really good friend that's a part of the Texans. They're a horribly run program, horribly run. And that's not from him. I mean, look at what they did. I mean, hell, they they traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson and a a, a, a packet of ketchup and a, a McDonald's big breakfast meal. It's nothing. One of the best, if not the arguably best wide receiver in the league. And you're trading him for a ketchup packet and a sausage biscuit. You're not going to be, you're not, I'm not going to run out here and and railroad Dennis Allen. I'll tell you that right now. If you're going to force him to keep the coaches on the staff and for him not to make moves that he wants, I'm not going to railroad Dennis Allen. Might be some bad calls that they have here and there, but if it's not, if he's not able to dictate what goes on, anyway, anyway. Uh, Nick Wallace says that McDonald's BBM go hard though. It does go hard. It does go hard. It also doesn't catch fifteen touchdown passes in a season either. Um. Okay. Uh, Jason said that there's a report that just came out to, about Sharon Lewis. Um. I didn't see that. Mm. Well, the look. Mm. Let me let me see. Do we have some breaking news here? Of course we would. Of course we would. Uh, just checking. Um, yeah. Let let me let let me run that down before we before I start saying anything on that. If you missed it, the guys, the Title Nine case and the Rico case about Sharon Lewis was dropped. Just so everybody knows. Uh, Penn Jones says, hashtag ask Blake, what about the huge offensive lineman from Pitt that entered the portal? Well, not just him, but there's, you know, the Tyler uh, Steen kid from Vanderbilt that a lot of people are high on. Uh, you know, I want – I would say that LSU is really going after him. Um, look, BK is not going to be out physical on the offensive line. He's just not. And if you don't want to be a part of that and you're not good enough, I, I look, Brian Kelly's offensive line struggled this year. That's not the norm. And you know what's crazy about it is when you have guys like Zach Taylor, I mean Zach Martin and Quentin Nelson, and you have other guys from Notre Dame that are playing in the league, and you've seen what they've done. I'm re- he has one bad se- one bad season, and not even really bad. They were average with a lot of young guys along the offensive line. I. Mm. For whatever reason, he gets labeled as something sometimes that he's not. Uh, Lloyd on Facebook says, Blake, I'm going to plead the fifth with no comment. It's all been said. Love your show. Very informative. Um, Yeah, I, I'm going to wait to read the stuff about Shan Lewis. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So I'm not going to. 
I'm not going to talk about something right now that I don't know that I need a rundown. Uh, Rob Boudreaux sends us $4.99 via Super Chat. Thank you very much. I really, really do appreciate it. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, get to some more of these comments. Um, Gerald says, I see he's still in the portal. That's it. I call my friend tomorrow. <laughs> call him. Call him. Uh, Marcus says, we are doomed from the jump. If you're talking about, I'm assuming you're talking about um, this Dylan Allen, Dennis Allen news. Look, I, I see some comments in here trinkled in, too, about Will Wade. Um, guys, I feel the way that I feel, and it's not necessarily how I feel. And I'm not calling for Will Wade's head. I'm not calling for Will Wade to be fired. It's not what I'm doing. But I, I think it's idiotic and quite honestly stupid for people to run out there and defend him, this injury, that injury, when Xavier Pinson is shooting 39% and Eric Gaines has a better shooting percentage than he does and more turnovers and is better defensively. I mean, when you look at the stats, you're blaming the Xavier Pinson stuff. The truth is, is they're getting out coached. Look at the numbers. Sometimes the numbers will justify what's going on. If, if, Let's take a blind resume. On this on this side, if I say this point guard has a better percentage, uh, better shooting percentage in conference, has more turn, does have some ter- more turnovers, but does have more steals, and does a really good job at setting or, or, or getting the defense set up, and does have some assist. The other guy is not a better shooter currently from a percentage standpoint. And he does set up your offense a little bit better, but at times could be a defensive liability. I'm pretty sure you would call that a little bit of a wash. Don't come in. Don't come at me in here with the bullshit stats that you haven't researched. But you say something, and people. You know, mischaracterize your words, and it's just not true. It's just not true. Pooh Bear says that the Lady Tigers move towards another win. Yeah, look, and Kim Mulkey's doing a lot of good things, man. Doing a lot of good things. Look, they're going to be – there's a chance they can make a really good run in, in, in uh, the tournament. They might have a better season than the men in Kim Mulkey's first year. What I mean, what's going to happen if Kim Mulkey has, gets past the Sweet 16 – and <laughs> and in her first year gets to a better situation where um Will Wade's never been. But they gotta start moving the ball offensively. They're too stagnant. They're too stagnant. Way too stagnant. Uh, Jonathan says, uh, we got to that one. We got to that one. Let's see. Uh, Gerald says Mulkey is doing her job. She's doing a damn good job. A damn good job. King Ulysses. What's up, Ulysses? He says, welcome back to the Mike Dicker era of Saints football. Where did the offense go? Where did it go? It's leaving with Sean Payton. I, guys, I don't trust Pete Carmichael to, to, to run this offense. Um, I just don't. It's not a slight at him. That's not I'm not being negative, but there's a reason. Guys, he turned down he turned down opportunities to to interview with other teams. 
Like, I mean, he's going to be probably more than likely your offensive coordinator, but you need to bring in, bring in somebody next to him to help him call plays. There's a reason that – what guys, Pete Carmichael was calling plays, and Drew said, Sean, stop. Stop letting him call plays. Get back to who's calling the plays because I ain't putting up with it. I ain't putting up with it. And if Drew don't trust don't trust him, why should I? Maybe not necessarily trust him, but if he doesn't want him calling plays, why in the hell would I? Rick says, what a quick turnaround for the Lady Tigers. Hashtag leadership matters. Leadership does matter. And and, and look, Kim Mulkey has a offense and defensive philosophy. She that's what comes with her. Recruiting and great offense and defensive strategies. I understand that LSU's got to do some things um, in, with the PMAC. I, I get that. I understand that. That doesn't excuse. That doesn't excuse what's going on. If LSU was unable to get these recruits because of what's going on with the PMAC, that would be one thing. But that's not the case. Uh, Jacob says LSU women's basketball has already always been more accomplished than men's basketball. It's true. To some extent. Uh, Pooh Bear says, hashtag ask Blake, would you take another quarterback for a C in the portal? Or a C in the portal. Or a center in the portal. Um, hmm. Pooh Bear, that's a good question. Um, look, man, I think that they have a center on this team that they're not really talking and people they're not really telling a lot of people about. If it were me, and it's a it's it, it really depends on who the quarterback is. Um I'm gonna lean quarterback. I think quarterback would be a bigger need at the current moment. Um but it just depends. I mean who is that quarterback gonna be? But anytime that I can take a a Quarterback over anything that can play for me and can even either start now, I'm fine with it. Uh, Ulysses says, me either, Blake, very scared to see him with full control. Hmm. Hmm. Rick says, zero rebounds and a half and no field goals in the last 447 and lack of effort in coaching. That's Will Wade. Yeah. Yeah. All right, want to talk about our good friends over at uh, Richie Roche, Ro- Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220, 225-937-7220. Uh, guys, it's right around the corner. Spring is right around the corner. We're already close, uh, a week away from mid-February. Before March gets here, you know it will be spring. Weather will heat up, and it will be time to go out there and cut grass. You want to get some landscaping done, call them too. It's Richie Roche at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. Let him know that your good friend, Blake Rafino over at AYS, sent you on by. And I wanted to talk about my good friend, John Patton, over at, GM, uh, over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, me and my wife, Megan, just went through this process with John. It was so easy and so great. Buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage you have now, or even doing a cash-out refi. The timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton today at GMFS Mortgage, 225-614-1234. GMFS, they're changing lives. Okay. We'll go look, get a couple more questions in here, and uh, then we'll go. Robert Plazon says, Nick Underhill just reported that he's going to have full control of his staff hires. Well, that's good. 
Well, that's good. I also don't believe that either. Why was Pete Carmichael then... um, Why was Pete Carmichael then denying offensive coordinator interviews? Guys, he was openly denying it. Um, Now, if it talks about the whole staff, then that's good. But... When you got a coach that's openly denying interviews, that need that that should tell you something. That should tell you something. The mayor says I would pass up I would pass up a good QB. No, oh wouldn't. He says wouldn't. No, you wouldn't pass up on a good QB. Cedric says, hashtag ask Blake, what did I miss? Sitting in the ER, getting some blood work done. Uh Cedric, you can go over to YouTube and uh rewind the show. And I think you could do it on Facebook, but I'm not really sure. Really, really sure. All right, guys, we'll see you all again tomorrow. We're going to be guessing it up tomorrow. Uh, We're going to probably have some modified times because of the basketball game. Regardless, we'll be still going live tomorrow. But until then, we'll see you all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.